0: But in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, portions from Ephesians to begin with, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Again, Ephesians 6, 1 through 4, then skipping to Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20, it tells us, Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Again, that was Ephesians 6, verses 1 to 4, and then Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20. Father, we thank you once again for. The grace, the power, the anointing, and the the joy that rests upon your word. Thank you for the opportunity we have of being able to read and meditate on your word each and every day. Thank you for the privilege of being able to share your word through this broadcast. Father, anoint the broadcast with an even greater anointing. Anoint our young guest with a fresh and mighty anointing and do a special work in her heart as well. And Lord, more and more use this broadcast to help set the prayer lives of many believers on fire of your Holy Spirit. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Rick Roberts, and Rick is going to share a word of prayer with us at this time. Father, we're so thankful that we have your listening ear today. And, Father, we bring our listening family to you today with all the different needs, Father, with the relationship needs, those who are lost. Father, would you work in their heart? Would you speak to them today? Father, those who are hurting, we pray for them. We pray, Father, for those folks in the Ukraine that are suffering so much. Father, draw near to them. Would you comfort them, Father? Would you shield them? In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. My email is joseph at afr.net. Just a continued reminder. If you'd like to receive some of the prayer tools and discipleship tools, we're glad to provide for you. Simply email me at that email, joseph at afr.net. We're glad to share them with you for you to use for you and for your own family. But also our ongoing encouragement is that you would forward them on to help use them as evangelism and discipleship tools to help minister to others as well. We're very blessed and honored to have Uh, As our phone guest today, a young lady by the name of Mary. Mary is 16 years old, and she's in the 10th grade. Mary, how are you this morning?
1: Good, how
0: are you? Doing very well, very well. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And uh, Mary, you and your sisters graciously have participated in our Ten Commandments project, and uh, each of you have received your Ten Commandments t-shirts already, correct? Yes. All right, well, we're glad, again, grateful that you participated in the project and uh, you, to begin with, actually, you were going to uh, just recite the Ten Commandments for us, correct?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Please go right ahead. Okay.
1: So, number one is God is number one. Number two is do not worship any false gods. Number three is do not use God's name in vain. Number four is honor the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Number five is honor thy father and mother. Number six is do not kill. Number seven is do not commit adultery. Number eight is do not steal, number nine is do not lie, and number ten is do
0: not love it. All right. Thank you, Mary. I appreciate you sharing the Ten Commandments. and uh, Also, you are going to read scriptures for us. You're going to start out by reading from Psalm, Psalm 18. Please go right ahead.
1: All right. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I have been saved from the enemy.
0: All right. Thank you. that was Psalm 18, verses 1 to 6, correct? Yes. All right. And also, you're going to read for us Proverbs 3, verses 1 to 18. Go ahead as soon as you're ready.
1: All right. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Find them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lay not on on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops and your barns will be filled with, to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, Because the Lord disciplines those he loves, as a father to the son who delights in. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding. For she is more profitable than silver, and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies, nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life, and to those who stay hold of her, those who hold her fast will be blessed.
0: All right. Thank you, Mary. You're an excellent reader. Thank you for taking the time to read those as well. And just uh, wanted to ask you just a few questions that I appreciate you just sharing your perspective as a young Christian lady. Um, to begin with, why would you say it's so important for youth like yourself to read God's Word every day?
1: Um, well, because all of us, especially at this age, need guidance, and the Bible is full of advice and information that can help us get through every day, and it's just a really great guide for everybody.
0: That's right. All right. Thank you for sharing that. that you're exactly right. Thank you for that response. Uh, question number two, what would you say— are some of the biggest challenges facing youth in our world today?
1: Um, Well, what I wrote down was, I think a major problem or challenge is not loving ourselves, and most of us probably have a lot of insecurities, and we overthink a lot of things, especially at our age, and Mm. reading the Bible lets you know that, like, someone else is on your side and someone else is there for you, um, Mm. besides just, like, your family and stuff, like, you know what I mean?
0: Mm, okay right right well thank you again that uh, that demon that show shares a lot of wisdom on your part and i appreciate you sharing it. those are real issues parents as well as believers peer need to be praying for uh, on behalf of young people in our culture today so again thank you for sharing those and then a final question why would you say it's important for youth to make it a priority to pray every single day what would you say
1: um, because sometimes I think we feel like we have no one to talk to, or no one cares to listen to us. So prayer is like an escape of that feeling, and is very helpful, like during hard times that we're going through.
0: Amen, amen. Thank you, Mary. We appreciate you sharing that. And so, are you going to say share a word of prayer with us at this time?
1: Yeah. Um, God, please help everybody out there that is listening. Please help them to be of good health and to be enjoying their lives and just rejoicing in you every single day. Please help that everybody is safe and healthy, and thank you for all of our blessings, and Jesus, and
0: amen. 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 Well, thank you so much, Mary, for coming on for sharing Scripture and sharing your thoughts and perspectives. We appreciate that very much, and I, I do hope to get you and your sisters to come back and share Scripture with us once again. So you all be blessed, and thank you for being with us today, okay? Thank you for having me. All right, an honor and a privilege. Again, we're grateful to have Mary on with us today. And uh, sometime back we had two of her sisters on as well. And we're grateful to have young people to come on and read the Word of God as well as share their perspective and pray when they are willing to do that as well. So we appreciate that. If you have a child or a grandchild or a young person that you know of that you think would like to come on air by phone and read Scripture, Please get in touch with us. We would be, really like to plug them in and give them that opportunity. And, you know, when the youth that share Scripture or minister in any way on the broadcast, thousands of people will hear them. And what a privilege and an opportunity that is for them to have as well. And also, they are ble- They end up being a blessing to many, many people too. So if you have, a, again, a young person, or a son, a daughter, or grandson, granddaughter, or nephew, niece, or just a young person you know that would like to get involved and do some of these, please get in touch with us. Uh, once again, my uh, office phone, 662-844-5036. Again, that's 662-844-5036, extension 381. Again, Pastor Joseph Parker. And, of course, our Ten Commandments project project is an ongoing project whereby, again, the, one of the simplest aspects of the project is if a parent simply has their child to memorize the 10 commandments in short form once the child has memorized them and simply recited them to dad or mom uh, or granddad or grandma once they've memorized and recited them to you all we need to do from you is we need to, we need to we need you to give us a call again my number is 662-844-5036 extension 381 share with us their size and your mailing address or or the, or the child's mailing address, whichever is more convenient. And we will send them a free shirt with the Ten Commandments on the back and a scripture on the front. Beautiful t-shirt. But remember, it's really not so much just about the t-shirt. It's about getting God's precious and powerful word into the hearts and the minds of our children. Once again, parents, I want to encourage you, if you don't have the habit of having your children to read the Word of God, specifically, I encourage three chapters out loud to you each day. It takes all of about maybe 15 minutes or so. I would encourage you to start that habit today because it's a tremendous discipleship tool in the life of your child. And yes, having them to read out loud to you is important because sometimes we assign them to go and read. Sometimes they may read, sometimes they won't. But when you have them read to you, you know they've read and you've heard them read it for yourself as well. Our Ten Commandments speech contest continues to go well. We're, we've been really blessed by the speeches we've received so far, but there's still plenty of time. It's just close to right about three weeks or so left in before the deadline of April 26. So if your child or grandchild still wants to participate or a young person you know, again, we'd really like to hear from them. They just simply have to videotape themselves uh, sharing their speech on the issue of standing for life and against abortion or the issue of euthanasia. And, again, there's, we suggest three to five minutes, but, again, whatever length you submit will be acceptable, and we appreciate that. Uh, once again, my email is joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. And one of, them, one of many things we've learned from this project is that This is a great way to put young people to work for the kingdom of God. God has used every single young person that has participated in a mighty way, in a great way to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. So, again, we hope to hear from you, your children, grandchildren, or young people you know. Hope that they'll choose to get involved with the Ten Commandments Project as well. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back.
1: Then everything else just falls in line. You, you will always hold this heart of mine. It's you, it's you, Lord, it's you. Then everything else just falls in line. The music
0: of Toby Mac with It's You. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Again, in the first segment, we are grateful to have a young reader by the name of Mary, Young lady in the 10th grade, 16 years old. And we're always grateful to have young people to come on and, again, share Scripture as well as share in prayer or in any other way. So please get in touch with you if you, to touch with us if you have a young person, a youth that would like to come on the broadcast and minister as well. Now, for the balance of the broadcast, we're looking today at... I'm going to be sharing insights from the book, a book I had the privilege of writing. The book is entitled The Intercession Chronicles, and I want to share with you reasons why this book or books like it are important tools for believers to use. The book The Intercession Chronicles that I wrote is its fiction, it's Christian fiction, but at the same time it's a very important ministry tool. It's to be a tool to be used both for evangelism and discipleship. And so one of our goals is that believers will get the book, read it for themselves, and at the very back of the book, it does have a prayer guide that it's actually the same prayer guide that we often will send uh, listeners that um, that email us and ask for some of the prayer tools. It's a prayer tool. We call it Kingdom Prayers, but it has the same 10 prayers that are found within that tool that we call kingdom prayers They're at the back of the book. One of the goals of the book is also not only to be an evangelism tool, but it's also to be a tool to help set your prayer life on fire. You know, that's one area where every believer could use help, strength, and encouragement in their prayer life. And so the book is meant to be a tool just for that purpose. So our encouragement is that if you would get the book and read it for yourself and prayerfully consider using it as a tool you can give to unsaved family members or people that you know. Uh, Because, again, it uses the tool of entertainment to both share share the means of salvation, but also share insights and truths about life that can help a believer begin to grow and grow strong in their new walk with the Lord as well. So, again, the title of the book is The Intercession Chronicles. You can find it, of course, at resources.afa.net, the AFA bookstore. That is, in resources.afa.net, as well as on Amazon and a few other platforms as well. But again, the title is The Intercession Chronicles, and I'm going to share a little bit of ins- uh, some excerpts from the book to share with you uh, to help you better understand how and why it is an important and a helpful ministry tool, again, for both evangelism, sharing with unsaved people, individuals, but also a tool to help strengthen the spiritual walk and the prayer life of a believer as well. In the first chapter, just to kind of set this up for you, again, the title of the book is The Intercession Chronicles, but in the first chapter, you're more or less introduced to the narrator for the book, and actually you only hear from the narrator who is in the book, of course, he's a chronicling angel, an angel that is explaining some insights about prayer, And so you hear from Elijah at the very beginning of the book. You hear from Elijah again at the end of the book as well. But we use that means to share insights about prayer that we hope you'll find both insightful and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. So chapter 1 opens this way. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Again, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. I, Elijah, the chronicling angel, would like to share a story that draws together a number of perspectives. The perspectives focus on and around the life of Jesse Lenore. And not only Jesse Lenore, but also the prayer and intercession that was invested in and over his life. Prayers and intercessions prayed and sacrificially poured out largely by Jenny Mae Lenore, Jesse's mother, and Jesse himself. My goal in sharing this story is to help you better learn and comprehend and value the powerful place prayer and intercession hold in the work of and the building of the kingdom of God and in the lives of believers. It's critical for believers to grasp this truth that believers are called to live lives given to prayer. They are, in fact, called to pray without ceasing, as 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 tells us. Then, continuing in chapter 1, Subtitle: When Mama Prayed. I remember as a child that Mama was a woman who took prayer very, very seriously. It seemed to me that to Mama, spending time talking to the Lord was one of the most important responsibilities in the world. As best as I can remember, Mama got up early in the morning every morning, got on her knees, and spent time talking with the Lord. Mama seemed to spend a long time every day having conversations with the Lord, thanking and praising Him, singing to Him, and sometimes laughing with Him. Seems she had a good time with the Lord every morning. Yep, each morning she'd get up, get down on her knees, and prop up next to her bed, and just spend time talking with Jesus. It seemed like to me that the whole world stood still when Mama prayed, and not only the world, but heaven too. In my child's mind, I imagined hearing the Lord on his throne in heaven saying to the angels and the seraphim and cherubim, Y'all be still and hush now. My daughter Jenny Mae is praying, and I need to hear her every word so I can answer her every prayer. Mama prayed for many different things, but I believe she prayed... Probably prayed more for us, her eight children, than anything else. She prayed for me, Jesse, the oldest, Imam, Chris, Jean, Grace, Vicki, Earl, and Al. A Blanket of Prayer When you were young and it was cold outside, with a blanket I covered you with care. Now that you are older and the world is much colder, I now cover you with a blanket of prayer. Author Unknown this next section is, a, is entitled Assignments. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Hebrews 1.14. And just, to, just a side note, this next portion is simply angels in one of the scenes of the book. Isaac stood next to his apprentice, Daniel, and gazed through the earth portal, through the observation portal of earth, They could observe any scene on earth that they needed to see. The portal gave a very clear picture of young Jesse, a newborn baby, boy, as he cried and wiggled in the arms of a doctor in the delivery room. Daniel, this little one is your new assignment. As of this day, he is your responsibility. Isaac stated very soberly. Now, allow me to explain to you this truth. Your last assigned person, John Dunson, was a good man. And so you know he lived a long and quiet life. Yet the sad truth is, though John was a believer, he lived and grew up in a largely prayerless life and environment. His parents were not believers, and very few of his family were. So John had very few people who ever prayed for him, and he himself didn't pray very much. That is why, of course, that you rarely had the opportunity to do things for him. Praise God for his high school coach. Coach Rick Jackson, a strong disciple of the Lord, who prayed for him, shared the gospel with him, and led him to Christ. I sure wish John would have been around, I sure wish John would have been around that coach a lot longer. But John only played football for that one year of high school. Glory be to the Lord. It was long enough for John to hear the gospel and come to know Christ. So consequently, John received very little discipleship in his life. That's so tragic because John had a great plan from the Lord. He simply missed out on receiving most of that plan and living it out. Believers who seldom pray miss so much of the glorious life they could live if they would just spend time praying and communing with God, the Father, and find out His plan for their lives. With this little baby boy, your journey with him will be extremely different from John's. And this is the reason why. His mother... Jenny Mae Lenore is a mighty prayer warrior. She lives on her knees. She's largely the reason that you're about to get very, super busy. Jenny Mae prayed fervently for this little guy before he was born, while he was in her womb, and when he was born. During his delivery, we had to do some heavy warfare for him because of an attack on him from the dark warriors. They blitzed by order of the devil himself. They tried to take Jesse out before he got here. But again, Jenny Mae's prayers along with some some prayer warriors from her church allowed us to use all the power necessary to defeat the attacking forces. And as they prayed, we prevailed. Exodus 17, 8 through 16. Prayers prayed f- by and for your assigned person is what will help to keep you very, very busy. Yes, prayer and intercession will keep you on the go. There are other things that Jesse and or his mom will do that will affect your work. The words of faith that they speak, their attitude, their obedience to the Word of God, all these and a few other things they will do, that they, they will do will affect what you can and cannot do for him. Their faith and their prayers and prayer life and how they put these weapons to work affect you and what you will have and will not have the opportunity to do. Now, until Jesse grows up and begins to mature, much depends on his mother's prayers, but nothing to be concerned about. Jenny Mae is going to pray. You can count on that. So be aware you're going to stay busy. With that, Daniel rose up and glided swiftly to his destination, Earth. Then moving to chapter 2 of the book, again further sharing insights about the message and mission behind the book. Chapter 2 of the Intercession Chronicles. When I was 11 years old, I remember clearly an experience that forever changed my life. It was an experience that made me realize that Mama's prayers were very important to me and my life. I was visiting with my Uncle John one summer. His home was out in the country, east of West Point, Mississippi, around nine miles or so. His house sat right on the edge of some very thick woods that spread out for miles with very few clearings. One day, early on a Monday morning, I went for a walk in the woods. Butler, Uncle John's dog, trotted alongside me. I was an explorer. I just enjoyed discovering new places and clearings in the woods that I'd never found before. I walked for what must have been miles down into Uncle John's bottomland. I, along with Butler, came into a clearing by a spacious pond with lots of plants growing in the pond. All of a sudden... Butler, our dog, froze in his tracks. He growled lowly and stared at something that was maybe two feet in front of us, in front of the both of us. What is it, Butler, I said as I took a step closer, not and closer, not having any thoughts of danger at all. I came and stood almost over whatever the quote-unquote thing was. Suddenly, I felt a large thud hit my foot. I immediately felt something very sharp pierce my tennis shoes and go right into my foot. I quickly looked down at my foot just in time to see a large snake pull its fangs out of my shoe and slither away very swiftly. For a few seconds, I was dazed at, at all that had happened in just those few moments. Then I realized I'd been bitten by a snake, maybe a, ra- maybe a rattlesnake, my mind raced both to try to stay calm and consider what I needed to do. I got to get back to Uncle John's house. Somebody needs to get me to a hospital quick. I quickly turned around and started to run back in the direction of Uncle John's house. I ran maybe 25 or 30 feet and then fell. Pain surged through my foot, yet I knew that somehow I needed to figure out how to get back to the house. I stood, but the pain suddenly became overwhelming. I tried once again to run, but then... I just kind of blacked out. Moments later, I sent someone approaching and I whispered, Thank you, Lord, for sending help. I felt two strong arms slide under me and pick me up. Then this person started carrying me. I momentarily looked up and I said, Thank you for sending, thank you for sending Uncle John. But it wasn't Uncle John, it was a man with a very kind, peaceful face who just looked at me and slightly smiled. Who are you? I said as I felt myself becoming faint. A friend, he said. I've come because of your mother. How did you find me? I said in an almost whisper. Just rest, he said. At that point, I guess I blacked out. The next thing I remember was that I woke up in a hospital bed. I slowly woke and became conscious of my surroundings and that I was in a hospital. Things slowly came into focus for me. And then I saw Mama, Uncle John, and a doctor. Mama, what happened? I said before them all. When Mama heard me speak, she leaped from her chair where she was sitting, leaned over me, hugged me, and began to cry as she thanked and praised the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. My baby is all right. Mama whispered between sobs. Well, we'll pick up there on the other side. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're sharing insights and truths from My book, The Intercession Chronicles, will be right back. In the Walls Group with All Praise Goes to You Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio Today we're sharing inserts from the book uh, the book I wrote entitled The Intercession Chronicles and again it's a Christian, a book of Christian fiction, yet it's a very helpful and important both evangelism and discipleship tool. Also, the book is a tool to help set your prayer life on fire. So again, we'd like to encourage you to prayerfully consider getting a copy both for yourself, but then prayerfully consider sharing it with unsaved loved ones or people that you know, and also with believers and loved ones that you know that are saved that could really use strengthening and encouragement in their prayer life. Again, everyone I know can use strength and encouragement in their prayer life. So again, it's a tool to help set your prayer life on fire. So I hope that you'll consider getting a copy. Again, you can get a copy at resources.afa.net and through our bookstore. Again, resources.afa.net. The title again, The Intercession Chronicles. While well, picking up close to where we left off in the last segment, the next thing I remembered was, was that I woke up in a hospital bed. I slowly woke and became conscious of my surroundings that I was in a, and that I was in a hospital. Things slowly came into focus for me, and then I saw Mama, Uncle John, and a doctor. Mama, what happened? I said before them all. When Mama heard me speak, she leaped from her chair where she was sitting, leaned over me, hugged me, and began to cry. She thanked and praised the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My baby is all right. Mama whispered between sobs. Uncle John, in his loud, booming voice, said, Praise the Lord. Boy, you sure had us concerned for the last 24 hours. We all talked for a time, and I learned more details of what had happened. Mama was at work when she got an emergency call from Uncle John. She left work and drove the three and a half hours to West and the hospital. I was, pray- I was praying in the spirit the whole time I was driving, she told me. Mama and Uncle John spent the night in the hospital room in chairs beside my bed. The doctor remarked, It was touch and go there for a while, but he's stable now and I believe he's going to be fine. The doctor discharged me from the hospital and several hours later I was back at home with Uncle John. There at the house, Mama, Uncle John, and I had a chance to talk. Boy, where were you when you got snake bit? asked Uncle John. Uncle John, me, and Butler... "'Were way down in your bottomland near a pond that had a lot of cattails "'and other stuff growing in the water,' I replied. "'You were way down by that old pond? "'Boy, you gotta be kidding me. "'Ain't no way after getting bit like you did "'that you could have walked a half a mile, much less two and a half miles. "'You couldn't have walked that far,' stated Uncle John, "'with a very puzzled look on his face. "'I didn't walk,' I said.' Well, how in the world did you get from way down there all the way to my porch where I found you passed out? You was laying right by my rocking chair on the front porch. How else did you get there if you didn't walk? Uncle John asked. I guess Mama's friend must have carried me all the way from near the pond to your front porch, I responded. Mama turned and looked at me with a very puzzled look. What friend you talking about? she asked. Uh, well, whoever he was that you sent to help me. But how did you know to send somebody? How did you even know I was in trouble?" I said curiously. "Again, what friend are you talking about?" Mama said. "Mama, some of your friend, mama, some of some of you, someone that was your friend came and picked me up and carried me. And right after he picked me up, I guess I blacked out. But I think I guess before I blacked out, I asked him who he was or where did he come from?" He just said something about knowing you or being sent by you or something like that. Who was it you sent, Mama? I continued. Jesse, I don't know what you're talking about, Mama stated again. Well, Mama, who was your friend? I continued to insist on asking. Jesse, Monday morning, I was at work at my desk, and I did hear the Holy Spirit tell me, pray for Jesse, pray right now. And I took time right then and there to stop what I was doing at my desk, turned off my computer and started to pray. And I prayed for a time. Then I sensed the Holy Spirit tell me everything is going to be all right. And I ended my prayer time. Then maybe 50 minutes to an hour later, Uncle John called me from the hospital in West Point. But son, I didn't send a friend. Then, in a moment of realization, I understood exactly what happened. God sent an angel to help me, who was the one who came and picked me up and carried me. He apparently carried me all the way to Uncle John's porch that day and laid me there. And he obviously came because of Mama's prayers. End of that section of the book again. An excerpt from the book, The Intercession Chronicles. And as as, as I've mentioned, our encouragement to you is to prayerfully consider getting a copy of the book, The Intercession Chronicles, to read for yourself, also for you to have the prayer guide at the back of the book. But... We are also encouraging you to prayerfully consider giving this book to unsaved individuals that you may know or those that are saved, uh, but really could use strengthening and encouragement in their prayer life. Hope that you'll consider doing that. Well, then the final portion from the book that we want to share is, again, sort of the other bookend from the one we shared earlier. Remember, Elijah is basically, he's more or less the narrator of the story. He's a chronicling angel. So we pick up near the end of the book I, Elijah, the chronicling angel, once again wish to share words of wisdom with all that will listen. You would be wise to know that when a person works, they work. But when they pray, God and his angels work. All believers everywhere are wise to recognize that their Heavenly Father delights to answer their prayers. Proverbs 15, 8, Luke 12, 32. It is their job to ask, seek, and knock, Matthew 7, 7. Some final words of wisdom I wish to share include these. I want to share with you some wisdom and insight about the sword of a skilled warrior. The Word of God says in Ephesians 6, 17, and 18, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Again, Ephesians 6:17 and through 18 in Hebrews 4:12 for the word of God is quick and sharper excuse me for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart Hebrews 4:12 every disciple of Jesus Christ would be wise to strive to become a kingdom warrior a kingdom warrior is a disciple of Christ who skillfully puts the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, to work every day. People live in a world where all people everywhere are facing intense spiritual warfare every day of their lives. They face it at home, at school, at work, in public, everywhere. They see it in the news about government, in culture, and all over the world. What if people say that they don't want to be involved in spiritual warfare? And if a given person says they don't want to have anything to do with spiritual warfare, the truth is you don't have a choice in the matter. Like civilians who happen to live in a war-torn land, war has come to you, like it or not. Since you have no choice but to face spiritual warfare in your lives, you're wise to face it head-on. People can live like civilians and just be victims of the killing, abuse, problems, and difficulties of, of war Or they can choose to become well-equipped soldiers and warriors in the kingdom of God who are trained for spiritual warfare. Hopefully, all believers want to become well-trained and equipped warriors in God's kingdom. When Christ as the supreme authority, who didn't want, as Christ as our supreme authority, who wouldn't want to follow him into battle? And again, that's a portion of the final passage in our book, entitled the intercession chronicles and then following that are the section entitled kingdom prayers again 10 scripturally based uh prayers that can, that were drawn basically from the word of god and i would encourage you to get a copy begin to pray these prayers every single day each one is fruitful and very productive to pray on a daily basis as well so the prayers include for example the first prayer is simply a prayer for salvation and again it's basically a, a gospel track section for someone who may be unsaved. Again, the whole book can be used, amongst other things, as an important gospel track tool for you to share with unsaved loved ones. So the first prayer, again, is a prayer for salvation for those that don't know Christ. Then the second prayer is the Lord's Prayer. The third is the Prayer of Jabez. The fourth is a prayer based on the Ten Commandments. The fifth is a prayer for wisdom. The sixth is the Prayer of Isaiah. The seventh, the seventh one is the prayer of the a prayer of the apostle Paul. The eighth one is a prayer uh, similar to the prayer that King Jehoshaphat prayed in Second Chronicles chapter twenty. Then the ninth prayer is Psalm ninety-one, the Psalm ninety-one prayer, and the tenth prayer is Aaron's prayer, uh, the Aaron's benediction found in Numbers chapter six, verses twenty-four through twenty-seven. Again. The prayer guide is a very valuable part of the book, and uh, keep in mind too, if you for if you don't manage to get the book, but would like to get the prayer guide, simply email me at joseph at afr.net, and we will be glad to send you the same prayer guide, even if you don't choose to get the book. And finally, then I want to mention that a major, a very important part of the book is. Teaching believers about using the prayer of Psalm, the prayer based on Psalm 91, and encouraging you to do just that. So, a significant part of the messaging within the book addresses using Psalm, the Psalm 91 prayer, and of course, on an ongoing basis through this broadcast, we're encouraging every single believer to pray Psalm 91 every day because it's such a powerful tool, both for spiritual being on the spiritual offense and defense in life. So. Praying Psalm 91 every day is a very important goal. I hope that you'll begin to pray it every single day. Again, the title of the book is The Intercession Chronicles. If you'd like to get a copy, go to resources.afa.net. We hope that you'll get the book and read it and be blessed and allowed to encourage and strengthen your prayer life. And also, we hope that you'll prayerfully consider giving it as a gift to unsaved people that you may know, as well as believers who are wanting to grow in the Lord, grow in their prayer life, and become stronger servants of Christ. And prayer warriors hope that you'll do that As we usually do before we end the broadcast If you're listening today And you've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior Today is a great, a wonderful day To give your life to Christ and be saved If you'd like to make that step Would you you simply pray this prayer with us Lord Jesus Thank you for loving me so, so much That you came into this world a long time ago You lived You died on the cross to pay for my sins Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you would have me to be. Lord, you said in your word, Whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you for my whole life. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, once again, my email is joseph at AFR.net. Again, that's joseph at AFR.net. If you just simply prayed and To receive Christ with us today Please email us We definitely would like to share with you Some spiritual growth and discipleship literature That will help you to begin to grow And grow strong in your new walk With the Lord Jesus Christ Again, joseph at afr.net Or if you're simply wanting Some of the prayer tools And the discipleship tools we provide We're always glad to share them with you If you're not reading three chapters In your Bible every day Today is a great day to start that habit And to every parent listening if you don't have your each of your children reading three chapters out loud to you every day, today is a great day to start that habit for your family and your life as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time. Again, the title of the book, if you'd like to get it, The Intercession Chronicles. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.